Hello everyone, welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena and Territory War focused podcast. I'm Solo Base 15. I'm here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? Oh man, I'm mentally exhausted, Solo. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, but I'm like almost shaky. I, I just finished my Grand Arena match. Um, I have no idea. My, my opponent hasn't attacked yet, so I don't know what the end result is going to be. But man, that guy... He had more lifetime banners than me, and he had some really, really strong defenses. <laughs> wow. So. Sounds like it's going to be a fun video to watch. It should be. Man, my last one was kind of entertaining, too. I mean, not not to toot my own horn. I think it was just some, some episodes are just going to be more entertaining, and that one was... I won't actually spoil that one either. It, actually, I'll spoil it later, but it was extremely <laughs> close. I'll just say that. Um, you know, worth watching, in my opinion. Uh, shameless plug for myself, of course. Hint, you guys should watch. You guys watch. should totally. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you should do subliminal messages. We should we should add that as a feature to this podcast. We should. Please start playing this podcast while you sleep. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. We should do that. We should do an audio track full of just like random grand arena <laughs> wisdom and people can just like play it it's just like like just a bunch of proverbs you know like none of them are necessarily like connected thoughts they're all just like one-off um you know ideas and concepts and people can just listen to it while they sleep and they'll wake up and be masters i like it all of a sudden you see people start adding rose tico into all of their uh, grand arena squads why did you do that? The idea just came to me. I don't know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we couldn't, we can't do the subliminal message thing without messing with people a little bit. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what's the point of subliminal messages that work if you can't mess with people, frankly? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just not um, doing it right. Yeah. I know. I would lose all respect for someone who told <laughs> me they did that, but uh, didn't mess with people. So, um, anyways, it's, uh, that's going to be a thing, hopefully, but you guys will hopefully not notice, so we can move on. <laughs> not that, not that most of our listeners actually need that, you know, that would be a, that would be a product for people who, you know, like don't listen to our <laughs> podcast, basically. Yeah. Listen to our podcast so you don't have to. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, if you don't, Yeah. Anyways, we we can we can move on from this line of thought. Um, we can actually talk about relevant things now, right? You know, depending on. Uh, I know that there's a lot of content creators who don't talk about relevant things and still get a lot of hits. So that's know. true. We we can yell a lot. That that'll do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, and before I forget, guys, uh, we don't have it in our notes, but it's it's an important thing that's coming up uh solo and i have been invited to be guests on the escape pod cast uh this friday this coming friday the 21st so uh check out their stuff i'm going to link their discord and uh you know their podcast in the description at, at least on the um at least on this thing, if it's on, if it's on spot, if you're on Spotify or iTunes, uh, you'll have to find them yourself. Just search the escape pod dot, dot, dot cast, and uh, you should be able to find it pretty easy, but um, we will be showing up there and I don't know what to expect. It 
they're asking if we have webcams or face cams. And so that'll be interesting too. I don't know if you guys will be able to see them or not, but going to be a good time. Oh, and with that news, because that's the most important news, um, we have actual news that came through this week. In fact, there were about six or seven dev note uh, posts this week with the state of the galaxy saying absolutely nothing at the same time. So why don't we start <laughs> yeah. with the actual news of uh, we have a new ship. We do, and it's good. I don't so actually know. Well, at the very least, the animations are fantastic on it. Oh, they are. And actually, I, I think that it's going to be good. I I just don't have the pilots geared up for it, frankly. Like, I, I you know, I have the ship itself. I was able to unlock it because I've always farmed random extra stuff that I don't need. And <laughs> it just so happened that I had all the requirements for that ship. So I unlocked it, but... Four stars is not really good um, at all. So there's that. And then, you know, the pilots that would accompany Holdo would be, you know, like Resistance Pilot, which is only gear 11 for me. Poe, who's he's just gear 12 for me. And then, um, you know, Scav and Finn. But what do you think of the ship so far? Uh, it was fun to play in the event. And I like the idea of the completely closing down your opponent's capital ship. Uh, it, I feel like that has a lot of fun potential in Grandarina and Territory Wars, actually. Cause you, you know, you can bring it in, and even if you have to... You don't win the battle, you can take out the cap ship, so that way it's an easy cleanup the next round. I think that could be... Uh, a solid offensive option that way. Yeah, I, I wonder how that changes. Like, I, I don't, in general, you want to one-shot things. And so, right. you know, uh, my, my thought is, I'm guessing with all these new capital ships, eventually they're going to have a ship zone in Grand Arena that requires two ships or two fleets. Yeah, they have to at some point. I mean, I don't expect it in the next month, but I completely expect there to eventually be a ship zone that has more than one fleet in it. Right. Well, and, and to be frank, like it's a pretty good fleet to survive. Like she, she just heals all of her uh, ships until she kills herself. <laughs> right. You know? And, and so, you know, once this is accompanied with the fact that they, and we'll talk about this in a little, I think, but, um, They've they've increased or they've announced the next batch of um, of characters that we need to gear, and as it turns out, they all need relics. All of these pilots are, have requirements for relics, so that fleet is going to be really awesomely geared, and so they're going to just be really resilient and tanky, at least from my perspective. Uh, you know that that's what I'm assuming is hap is going to happen. I've it's hard to say if that's, you know, going to be reflected in truth or not, but. Right. Um, and, and I mean, it's kind of goes part and parcel with every time you see a new legendary requirement comes out, you immediately see that team show up in Grand Arena. So 
like bounty hunters back when uh, Chewie came out. I mean, bounty hunters were the thing in Territory Wars almost immediately afterwards because everybody had these G12 bounty hunters. Even Ewoks for the C-3PO event. I never saw Ewoks on any sort of defense. Then all of a sudden C-3PO comes out and look, look, there's Ewoks. Um, Same can be said about Karth, too, for his event. Uh, for the Revan, I should say. So, even if you don't like the ship, even if you hated The Last Jedi and want nothing to do with it, just by the fact that people have to farm it, you're going, or you, people have to relic for uh, this Ray event, you're going to have to start fighting this ship. You, there's no way yeah. around it. Oh, yeah, people are going to be using it as long as it's viable. And. Honestly, you know, I, I didn't actually make my full point here. Um, previously, I kind of uh, got sidetracked, but you know, all the, all of these ships are going to be super tanky, and as long as you don't die once she gets her ultimate up, then she'll just destroy the enemy capital ship, and so it, it makes a pretty good suicide squad at the very least. You know, I, I have no idea if they're going to have the DPS to be able to actually go toe-to-toe with, you know, Negotiator or, you know, take out the Malevolence or whatever. Um, just no clue, but my my thought is they're probably going to survive pretty well, and once she suicides herself, then, you know, that might end up just being her strategy. Uh, that that being said, I'm curious to know, if you do suicide her sh- capital ship, is that going to dock you in banners? I would say yes, just because if you suicide um, Probe Droid, you lose the banners. So, same idea. Could be, I mean, uh, but would you, you wouldn't lose banners for health or protection, would you? Because uh, she doesn't have health or protection. Uh, that's, uh, now you're asking questions I don't know the answer to, and can't even think of an answer to. Um, that's a good question, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. It's all pretty interesting, though. I'm, I'm excited by the ship, I like the kit, I, it makes all of these awful ships that we never used, uh, previously, uh, way more viable, like, uh, Ray's Millennium Falcon, it, Beyond the abomination that what like I hated the idea that they that was the first Millennium Falcon they released <laughs> yeah. like yep. just so frustrating, um, you know. And then they weren't even replaced by uh, the veteran uh, smugglers when those guys came out as pilots. Like it, right. just annoying. But beyond that, um, you know, the the only use for that ship that I can see was tricking your opponent into thinking that you are actually using. Han's Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you know, like in Territory Wars or Grand Arena, you, you're like, oh, I don't have Han's Millennium Falcon, so I'm going to place a home one fleet, and we're just going to hope that they don't notice the slightly different shade of gray. <laughs> you know, and just, just hope that they overcompensate and kill it with something really good. Right. Or, um, you know, you think you're picking Hans Millennium, Millennium Falcon, and you accidentally picked Ray's Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yep, uh, that that can happen too. Yep, that yeah. that was another thing it was good for. Yes. Um, and but, actually, and... that's going to happen more now because we have the tunes for it are all going to be high relic 
So, <laughs> you know, before the, the GP there sat a lot lower, now it's going to be equal to the Millennium Falcon. That's a great point. Um, yeah, it's going to be, um, uh, you know, I think I think it's 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 actually. I have no idea how the how the different stacks are going to add up, but um, you know, I have a max Hans Millennium Falcon actually, yeah. and I assume that it's going to be a higher GP than Ray's, but I don't know. I guess I honestly don't care that much, but um, it's it's going to be interesting, and it's I really hope that they get a squad. You know, I think they've talked about it before, but right now we can save squads to be able to select them to deploy on offense and defense and, uh, for squads, but we don't have that for ships. I'm really hoping that becomes a feature because I I really hate squinting at the two X wings that I have and wondering <laughs> like I really hope that this is bigs. You know? I, yeah, at this point, I've learned the GP of each of the X-Wings. That way, I know by just looking at the number, because at least the number is on this squad selection screen. So I'm like, uh, oh, one's 47 and one's 46. I'm picking the 46. Nice. And I have never bothered to learn that. <laughs> um, but like Biggs ends up being a little bit before Wedge, I think, because I never got Wedge to gear 12 because his gear on gear 12 is worthless. There's like no gear that actually helps him except for little speed. Um, but, you know, and Biggs it is he's not good necessarily uh, in squads, but he's good at um, ships or he has been in the past. So, you know, usually I do that, but I don't know. It, it's frustrating. Anyways, we're we're getting really in the weeds. So, you know, the this new ship though, it, it seems pretty good and I think that it will I have no idea if it's going to actually be uh, meta. I know that there's a guy in my ship shard who always, you know, he's he's up and over 7 million GP at this point Oof. and so we and, you know, initially my experience with him was he didn't even have any good squads. All he had was every single pilot and every single ship maxed out instantly and he didn't do that this time he has always done that in the past and he didn't do it this time huh. interesting so and this one was fairly cheap to max out actually in my opinion so i don't know you know he has a he has all the pilots and stuff uh, at max you know or at least close to max relics so i don't know if that's a statement of viability or you know apathy or hatred you know, or if he just like, just decided not, I don't know, it doesn't matter really. But I, my, I guess my only thing is I haven't been able to really face it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I can, I can tell you in my ship shard, I'm not going to get to face it anytime soon. So I, I will have no clue. And that's fair. You, yeah, you need to get those farmed if you're going to go for, um, galactic ray yeah but um anyways beyond that so um you have it written down here on our notes that uh the fix to crashing the territory battle caused um the gas uh the you know the general skywalker bug um you know and i i didn't realize that that was a direct result of fixing the territory battle thing but the fact is, there is a bug that um, when when 
General Skywalker uh, has all of his protection removed and he's supposed to topple, he does his counters first. And it's super messing with me. Yeah. Except for... it does. He doesn't always do it. Or at least mine doesn't always do it. Because I expect mine to counter sometimes and then he just doesn't. Uh, which always gives me a little womp womp. Um, but... Yeah, so what happened was, you know, a lot of the territory battles were crashing because of people attacking out of turn. So whatever it is that they fixed now caused General Skywalker to attack out of turn when he shouldn't be. Um, And it didn't sound like they were basically going to fix this anytime soon. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll just continue to monitor it. We'll watch it. Yeah. No worries, guys. We'll watch it. Right. It's like the Tebow bug like, all well, over again. Uh, yeah, like, we, we're we busy doing other things, so <laughs> we acknowledge that it exists. Um, it, honestly, though, it I've had, I, I've been practicing with Commander Luke anyways, uh, just because it's, it's a really good squad to counter with in Grand Arena. And, you know, it actually altered my strategy in this last rep match. And I can't talk about it yet, because I don't want uh, my opponent to potentially be listening and know what I've been doing. But um, <laughs> it, did, it did change my approach to this current match, because, uh, you know, if, if Commander Luke can beat that squad consistently, that's great. But it's... It's a little more RNG uh, related, um, you know. I ha- I just have a le- lesser health pool, and that's a that's a consideration, you know, for that counter. Right, because you used to be able to, you know, have Han do a double shot and take out General Skywalker, or at least make General Skywalker kneel. But now, if Han does the double shot, Skywalker's going to attack him twice before he kneels, and that's pro- that's legitimately a problem. You know, it, it doesn't matter when it's these uh, mirror matches, because you're going to win the mirror match. Um, But it's a legitimate problem when you're using a non-mirror match counter. It is. And I almost wonder if this is like... Uh, like it, it's a stealth feature or something, you know, I'm, I don't tend to be a conspiracy theor- theorist generally, but you know, like th- this is just enough of a nudge. Like I don't fall nearly as far in arena now, now that this bug is, has occurred. Like I haven't changed my mods on general Skywalker since I first modded him. And I was re- initially falling to, you know, like the thirties still oh. sometimes. And now I, I don't fall past, like, I think, you know, the the lower 20s sometimes. But that, that's about it. So, uh, you know, it is harder. That being said, I still win with Commander Luke almost every time. It's not as consistent, but, you know, it's actually made me a little more crafty. Like, you know, I, I wait for, uh, you know, right when he's about to topple yep. to, use Han's, uh, to use Han's buffing ability or Commander Luke's... Uh, stance shift <laughs> so then so then chewy will uh just do his uh assist and then it, it'll you know it's not a counterable shot so he just sits down nice you know um anyways it's it's good times so uh there's that bug kind of 
pain in the neck, but, um, you know, we, let's see what else, what else, what other news? We have a couple more things, I believe. We do. We had the state of the galaxy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and we didn't at the same time. I do think that the most interesting part of the state of the galaxy was, uh, them discussing the art. I know it really doesn't make a huge difference in the game, but I cut, it's kind of the interesting things like the, behind the scenes, behind the scenes thing where now Ray, the new Ray is supposed to have so much more detail over old Ray. So, uh, if you remember way back when Jedi training Ray came out and there was the whole uproar about her face, hopefully that shall not be an issue this time. <laughs> uproar about her face. It's funny. Yeah, the uh, same uproar was uh, for Bastila, too, when she came out. Yeah, you know, and Sabine, I guess. Yeah, yep. I remember, yeah, that was funny. The, like, don't do meth, not even once. (laughs) (laughs) They thought that was really funny. (laughs) And then it shows a picture of Sabine, like, (laughs) you know, the the in-game model of Sabine. And it's like, yeah, I... Okay, I won't do meth. It's like okay, I get it. <laughs> that that can happen. Okay, <laughs> you make a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the the art was interesting. Um, uh, well, I didn't think it was interesting, but I'm glad that you thought it was interesting. <laughs> um, uh, so other people, I'd be interested to know actually how many people play the game because they think the art is great. Well, um, just yeah, you know just curious but uh the the thing that i thought was most interesting i don't know if they touched on it in the state of the galaxy piece but they talked about there's going to be a ticket system to be able to unlock the galactic legends like it's not only going to require some completely ridiculous uh, you know and some people would say like over the top requirements for gearing and relics um to unlock these guys it's also going to have some kind of ticket system but it was real vague their mention of that and you know they were like oh by the way there here's something to worry about and i'll leave now right they really are not good at communication um this ticket thing might end up being nothing or it might be end up being something but they just said hey here's like you said here's something to worry about go worry about it for literally the next month and a half when we already know so many people are freaking out about the requirements um have fun cool see you next week (laughs) oh this and that that reminds me of the other announcement they made they were like oh um remember how we said that there weren't going to have every required character uh need need relics like you know they're they're like we we said that we we acknowledge that we said that but it wasn't true like we're actually going to require relics on everyone you know we we decided differently and, you know, it's made some really fun reading in Reddit. Actually, I've mostly stayed away ever since that because it's just toxic again. Um, I just... <laughs> which it often is. And you, you, have, you, can't, you can't blame people for being mad about that. That was really poorly handled. Like, I, I give the devs a lot of credit. You know, I think that their job is impossible, frankly. Like, everyone is going to have a different opinion on what should happen. And... You know, I, I tend to think that they do a good job just because I still really enjoy the game a lot. I think it's in a good space. Um, but 
this was not handled well. Like, <laughs> if you thought there was the possibility that relics should, you know, were not, would potentially all be required on all characters, then maybe just don't say anything. Yeah, I think that's their biggest problem. I mean, we've seen the posts and, you know, the rumors coming out um, where some of these events or characters are literally being changed up until the day before the event comes out. And that's fine. I, I have no problem with that if they're, you know, con- constantly tuning. But the problem is people start to come online and talk about things, you know, four weeks in advance, and then it ends up not being true. I'd rather not know or you not say something than you go back on what you told me. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I I love when they give us more information. And that, that was a wonderful piece of information when they were like, oh, and not everything's going to require relics. I didn't believe it when you pointed that out. <laughs> I missed it, apparently, in the first announcement. But then I got all excited. I, I actually, like, quoted it to several different people. They're like, oh, this is awesome. Everyone is excited. And then, you know, and then the devs just kind of let everyone down on it. And, I, you know, frankly, I, I was surprised to start with. I was expecting everyone was going to need relics. And so why mess with that expectation? Like, why not just make it Christmas when you announce some kind of requirement and, hey, look, you only need gear 12. Right. Especially when the entire community was panicking that you're going to have to relic, say, Rose Tico, who's completely useless. Um, and then you come out and say, hey, not everyone's going to need relics. and ev- Or not everyone. A lot of people are like, oh, so these crappy tunes that I can't use, it sucks, I'll get them to G12, but at least I'm not putting substantial resources into them, and then they're like, eh, no, sorry, sorry, that that tune that sucks, yeah, um, save up some of those relic mats. Right. You know, uh, one thing I will say, um, you know, there, there's there's the anger about that specific relicing, relic thing uh, requirement, but then the other piece of anger that people have is, you know, we have to get Relic 7 on Jedi Training Ray, and we have to get Relic 7, on, or Relic, what, 3 on Resistance Pilot, Relic 5 on Poe. You know, and that's just for the Resistance side. But, you know, we need, we need all these Relics, and people are getting real upset that we have to put Relics on these garbage characters, as they say it. And... I actually, initially I was annoyed and I am still a little annoyed. Like I don't, I've never had any interest in scavenger Ray being more than gear 11. Frankly, that's what she is. She's just so obnoxious to get to gear 12. I lost my momentum <laughs> and stopped. So going to be take a while to get there, but um, you know, and she does great at gear 11 because she's squishy regardless. And all, all of her damage comes from expose. Well, maybe not all of it, but a lot of it. Uh, she, um, she will hit hard on her own. I've had her G12 for a long time. She will do plenty of damage on her own outside of exposes. That's fair. I, I've i never, though, seen a real, a true reason to put gear on her. Now I have to put Relic 7. That's a little frustrating. But if you look at the bigger picture, though, folks, you know, this, and this is my take on it, you know, this goes back to Holdo being released. 
no idea if the capital ships are going to be a part of the requirements to unlock the uh, you know the galactic legends. It, they haven't said anything one way or another. But regardless of that, if we want to have a good Radis, you know, if we want to have a good capital ship, then we're going to need those resistance characters. They have too much synergy to be ignored with that ship. And if we want, if we want to have that ship in arena, for instance, if we want it to be relict, or if we want it to be relevant, all of those characters need to be relict anyways for the as pilots. They're all pilots, and you know, like that. That's how it works with this current, you know, the the current fleet that we all have with Negotiator, like, you know, Relic Seven GK. You need that. Uh, you need, you know, Relic Seven General Skywalker. You need a high Relic Ahsoka. You know, fives, all, all of these different characters need relics. And, you know, we can use them in other game modes. But in the at, at the end of the day, like, if we want to use the ship, we need those high relics. So, right. I don't tend to think this is that bad. Yeah. And we're also slowly moving to the point where if you want to use a team, relics are going to be needed anyway. I mean, look at Grand Arena at this point it's long enough that g13 have been out that you basically need g12 or g13 and so the next logical step is just okay everyone's got a large amount of g13 in fact over half of my um grand arena tunes are over g13 at this point now it's time that we need to push a little more because if it stays stagnant, you know, there's going to be a problem in the game. So there's going to be a point where relics are going to be needed for every tune anyway. Right. Like I, I use my Watt, a character who's still six stars. He'll be, you know, in it next month he'll, he'll end up being seven stars and I'll put relics on him as quick as I can. But Beyond that, I don't use a single Gear 11 character these days. No, uh, in, in I do. Now. I still use a Kira lead because I can't justify giving her gear over other people at this point. Because she's literally there for the lead so that Nest doesn't die as fast. Yeah, that's fair. You know, if you have a corner case used for her. But, you know, in general, you're going to want Gear 12 on oh, everyone. Yeah. At, at, at least... least. At least at, at our at our level, you know, like at, at the five point seven, five point eight million range, like that's that's just kind of a requirement. So, you know, and, and relics will eventually, like you say, that's going to be a requirement. Um, you know, I I have a relic five, General Grievous, and I feel like that is criminally low. Actually, like I really need to get him to seven. Hard to justify in this current uh, time an age where um, my arc is only relic <laughs> six anyways. And my, none of my galactic legends unlock characters are going to be any good. Yeah. Uh, or, or they're going to be good, but they don't have any relics, high relics on them either. And I need them. So anyways, um, we, you know, one other thing I wanted to mention the new, uh, the new characters, for, for First Order are actually farmable now. Uh, earlier than anyone had anticipated, we can farm Hux and Red Trooper now uh, on hard nodes, and they're not even the 20 energy hard nodes. They're 16, which is nice. Um, and 
you know, that's, uh, I've had to shift. I, I barely farm, I, I farm zero gear with energy now and only farm. I do two refreshes. So that's 15 attempts on each of those two. And then I just do one attempt on um, the hyena and Y wing. Like that's, and that's all of my energy for the whole day. <laughs> what are you doing for farming? So far, uh, solo. Well, hold on. Uh, Bodhi, if you're listening, earmuffs. Uh, I have completely stopped the hyena farm. I've never started the Y-Wing farm. Uh, and I'm doing... It's to do refreshes on Hux and Red Panda. Um uh, um, because I still need to farm gear. Because if I'm going to go for a Galactic Legend, I can't give up regular energy. Uh, it, it's just, I can't. Because that's how I'm getting my cryotechs or the finisher pieces. And so, I, I had to give up some farms. And it, it's going to be the fleet right now. That's fair. I, you know, unless the Y-Wing has some kind of requirement that, you know, unless we, like, the finalizer requires the Y-Wing, um, I guess I don't, uh, you know, I don't necessarily need it. It'd be nice because it's a good houndstooth replacement, but um, I would just like to be done with it. I don't like having to pick and choose which characters to farm, but right now I know I need... So the two, I need Hux and Red Trooper. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going for first order, so I need those. They're they're going to be part of the requirements, and you know, the other two ships aren't, frankly. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I really wish Hux or Red Trooper came. One went to a fleet node because I would have gladly done Hyena plus whoever's on the fleet node, plus whoever's on the hard node. Uh, but they didn't do that. I'm, now I'm hoping Finn and Poe go to fleet. That that would be ideal for me at this point. Yeah, I doubt that's going to happen. I bet it's all going to be hard nodes. No, I, I don't really know. I'm saying that cynically. <laughs> and I, I do, like some part of me does believe that. But, you know, in some ways it makes a little bit of sense to have them on hard nodes as well. So you have to choose which path to follow. Um, that being said, I really hope it's fleet. I really, really, really hope it is. Or, or really, you know, have one in cantina and one in fleet. That would oh. even be better. Oh, well, the problem with cantina at this point though, is you need so many relic materials. And so you and I talked about this a little bit, probably last week, where on my main account, the relics are easy to get to because I'm getting 900 crystals a day, so I'm just triple refreshing the cantina energy. Um, and so getting all these relics really aren't a problem. On my alt, where I'm only getting 500 crystals a day, or 550, I think, relics are a legitimate problem because I can't farm everything. I... I can't do triple energy refreshes on every type of energy. And so the difference between doing three cantina refreshes and two cantina refreshes is a huge difference when you're uh, 
when you're trying to farm up the relics, especially relics 5, 6, and 7. And so if you add a cantina farm in there, I, I God only knows when I'd be able to get the legendary. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, that it's... Yeah, I, I don't know either. My alt is hopelessly mired in, you know, I have a Geonosian farm to do right now. I, you know, I have to do Brood Alpha. Yeah. After that, I have Arc, which I haven't <laughs> started. And then, like, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm hopelessly mired in trying to, and I can only do one refresh on that account. So never going to get out, never going to escape, but that's going to, that's going to happen. Yeah. So. Yep, so I guess we'll see. I, I'm excited, actually. You and I talked about it a little bit and decided not to intentionally do it. But, you know, uh, I had suggested that maybe we should, you know, do, like, one of us choose uh, First Order and one of us choose Resistance. And that way, you and I can cover <laughs> both of those characters. And as it turned out, like, I'm, I'm going for First Order first. You're going for uh, Resistance. So we'll both be able to... We'll be able to do it. Well, full yeah, coverage. Perfect. Look at that. Bam. <laughs> um, anyways, we're we've talked for a while about the new stuff, and the new stuff is relevant. There's going to be some pretty interesting things coming up, and I'm excited. Honestly, I like all of the new characters. Um, I, we we want to talk about Grand Arena, though. That's what this <laughs> podcast is about. So. Um, Solo, how has your week been in Oh, uh, funny you ask that. The answer is not well. Uh, one time was strictly down to me. Uh, I used troopers against the Django team. I did go first. A little bit of RNG in that Stark, when you know he used his special, didn't reduce Django's turn meter. Then I was an idiot, didn't throw the grenade, so I didn't reduce his cooldowns, and, you know, he dropped burning on every one of my members, who, and they couldn't gain turn meter anymore. I did survive that, but I scored less thanks to that than when I actually lose a battle. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had, I've had better weeks, m much, much better weeks. Luckily, I'm playing two accounts, so when one does bad, one does fantastic, which we we will get to talk about later. Yeah, I've I've been watching with amusement the, uh, you know, I don't know if amusement is quite the right word. I, I, you know, despite despite all the terrible things they say about <laughs> you behind your back, um, we I think you know I do want you to end up succeeding on your main account, of course. Um, you know, I think that a lot of your issues are just getting really crazy matchups because of your um, your willingness to relic <laughs> things that shouldn't be relic. <laughs> so yeah, some I say some terrible things about you in front of. Ah, your there we too. go. That makes it fun. <laughs> but, it's funny. Yeah. yeah, as long as as long as I'm being yeah. upfront about it, you know, I'm just telling it like it is. <laughs> I, uh... So, so um, of course, that gives, of gives course. me license. Uh, yeah. I've thought about making videos for, you know, this last week on my alt because I'm actually playing for something. Um, but then I don't believe in superstition except for I'm 100% superstitious and I'm not recording those videos and I'm winning. 
So there's no way in hell I'm actually going to record one of those videos now because something bad is going to happen. So <laughs> you guys are just stuck with my main account. I'm sorry now. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not superstitious. I am a little right. stitious, yeah, though. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I, I wouldn't want to jinx that either. Um, that's that that is a <laughs> thing somehow. We you know we all say we don't believe it, and I think all of us believe it just just a tiny enough. Bit, if we not believe more. it just enough to hold us back. Right. You know, I I follow I follow an NBA team and. It's so funny to read some of the comments on the, you know, different conversation threads and people are like, oh man, I, you know, I did this crazy thing like five times in a <laughs> row and the, nugget, the Nuggets won all five of those games and they shouldn't have won those. And, you know, pe people are like, oh, well, you can't, you can't stop doing that crazy thing. And he's like, of course I wouldn't do that. Of course I wouldn't stop. <laughs> That reminds me of a comic strip I saw this week, and it's a butterfly in Asia flapping his wings as hard as he can, and all the caption just says, screw these guys, and then the next panel is uh, a blizzard happening in uh, somewhere in the United States. <laughs> it just made me laugh. It's the same yeah. likelihood there. Yeah. The yeah. butterfly effect. Yeah. It's like there's so many butterflies. Like if all of them flapping their wings caused catastrophic events, like we wouldn't <laughs> exist anymore. But it's a cool thought, yeah. I suppose. Anyway, back to the actual game. Um, so I did horrible this week. How did you do? Mm, well, uh, last week I was undefeated and feeling good. And I ended up losing one of my matches. Uh, it was the finals of week three, and, you know, it, it was against a really good player. I don't really feel that bad about losing to that player. I, I hate losing in general, but, um, you know, he's he's a good player, and, you know, the, he put Jedi Revan on defense in one of the front zones, and, you know, my Padme, I, I've beat a lot of Jedi Revan teams with my Padme team, and I just... I think I had a combination of, you know, sketchy decision making combined with some bad RNG as well. Um, and, you know, Jedi Anakin got marked right away and died like almost <laughs> immediately. And then it went downhill from there. So um, lost that. And then I tried Commander Luke against that squad and Commander Luke also failed hard. Um, you know, and I can beat that squad historically. I've always been able to beat... Jedi Revan with Commander Luke and you know I did forget one really important uh, step in the whole formula to be able to beat them and otherwise I put my Darth Revan and General Skywalker on defense so I didn't have anything else that could beat them so uh, my opponent wasn't able to full clear me so my defense actually worked really well it, it took off a lot of banners and everything too but I uh, I couldn't clear the a front zone and he cleared three three of my zones so it, it ended up being you know a, a one zone difference and i lost so um can't go undefeated this season unfortunately however i am nine and one currently um and my my last match was actually crazy i got a my first tie first ever tie and 
um, I ended up getting the tiebreaker. And I've decided to just count, you know, if, if I win a tie, I'm just going to call it a win. And if I lose the tie, I'll call it a loss on my overall standings. Um, so I'm still in it, you know, in contention for Kyber. And my current opponent has way more uh, lifetime banners than me, which isn't a common occurrence usually, but really skilled player. And we'll see his defenses were really crazy, really good, um, well-constructed. So, um, you know, le less awesome, but I am still in contention for Kyber. And we'll just see. You guys will find out next week, I suppose. Yeah, we, um, I fully believe that if you win a tie, congrats, you got a win. If you lost the tie, congrats, you got a tie. <laughs> That's how I'm keeping the record on it. Um, because I, I do think the tiebreaker is ridiculous of just who has the higher GP. I, it's, I think the lower GP, if anything, you did more work, you should be getting the win. But uh, that would have hurt you this time, so I'm glad it's not that way for you. No, I, and I I totally agree with you. For the record, like, of course I'm glad I got the good roll on it. But you know, in general, I do think like if you can get a draw with someone of higher GP, that means they have more stuff to use. And you know, if if you can use more stuff, like. I don't know if you have more at your disposal and you still get a tie, then in my opinion, you did less good work. So I don't know. Um, we needed a tiebreaker and I guess there's arguments to go either way, but in general, I think that having, having lesser GP is more impressive in a tie. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm, I am glad that it, Right now, in the in the moment, I'm really glad that they have the current tiebreaker in place. So, <laughs> um, you know, only only to be rewarded with one of the toughest matches ever. So it, it'll at least it'll at least make a good video, I think. Um, yeah, there you go. So, oh, and that that was the other piece of I wouldn't call it drama, but it, it was frustrating. My loss, I, my phone actually chose that time, that moment to not record any video at all. Actually, it recorded one, and it was a really short one, which leads me to believe that it was a memory issue. I just didn't have enough space on my phone to fit any of those videos. And so people, you know, can't, I didn't make an episode. I didn't make a, a video on YouTube for it. And, you know, I, to atone for that, because I, in general, I, I mean, I make, I make videos every time, regardless of if I win or lose, even if it's a catastrophic, horrible failure, um, you know, a meltdown loss, which has happened at least once, a couple of times, probably. <laughs> um, I, I make those videos. So, you know, just to atone for that, I made a video commemorating my first loss in Grand Arena, you can see on my YouTube uh, channel, uh, you know, it was discussing all of my stuff and it was actually kind of a bad choice because uh, i that was like one of the very few losses that i've had where i'm like i didn't really do anything that bad like my <laughs> opponent just played better than me uh, you know like they were more efficient but i even used like an off meta counter to counter jedi revan back then he was the the pinnacle of you know the meta and i used treya to beat it and i had my own jedi revan on defense and i was like oh this is cool like and my opponent still beat me by one point. So anyways, you guys can watch that if you want. Um, you know, just to atone for the fact that I didn't show my loss. But, you know, 
not trying to hide it. I got a loss. It sucks. Let's move forward. So, um, anyways, we have uh, podcast questions today. We have. It looks like we have four of them. Jeez. Um, yeah. And, you know, if people want to ask questions, we'd love, we welcome the opportunity to answer anyone who uh, asks things on our Discord server. And we'll explain how to get to the Discord server toward the end of this uh, podcast. But for right now, um, you know, please, we, we would love it. If you came, came and talked to us on Discord, we're, we're there hanging out with people talking. Uh, it's a good time. And people ask these questions. So um, the first question I've been fighting a lot more General Skywalker squads lately. The most common setup is obviously crit damage plus crit chance. However, I've also been seeing quite a few three times defense sets with protection primaries and even came across one that opted for a crit avoidance arrow. So my question is, what would be your ideal setup? Uh, that is a very good question that... I don't think the answer matters to. <laughs> I actually, so to test this out, when I got General Skywalker on my main, I loaded him up with uh, a strong offense set. And then when I got him on my alt, I put the three-time defense set with all protection primaries to piss people off. Um, I can tell you offensively, I have noticed absolutely zero de uh, difference. And defensively, I haven't dropped any less. So, grand scheme of things, make work what you want to make work. I think the defense sets do annoy CLS teams, um, especially the... Stormtrooper Han plus Watt CLS teams more than offense sets will. But other than that, I think, you know, go with whatever mods are better to you because offensively, I, I've, there's zero difference. There's just none. Right. Um, you know, and I actually, I tend to agree. Like, you know, people, people choose to... Uh, you know, mod him different ways. And I think in general, you want to put protection primaries on all the different pieces, except for maybe the crit damage triangle. You know, you could go either way on that. That's I have the crit damage triangle, uh, you know, but you do want your arrow to be protection. Um, uh, I tend to actually, I, I struggle. I, I don't, I think that Watt, it, you know, I, I think that Watt actually helps against this a lot um, because he can give... If, if you're using the Commander Luke team, I should say, if you're using the Commander Luke counter, um, if you use Watt, he can make Han at least ignore the armor. So, True. you know, that's not as big of a deal. Um, I know I struggle using the uh, Commander Luke plus 3PO and uh, Old Ben. I use that combo. And, uh, you know, I if I can't, if it's all defense, defense sets with protection primaries, it's very difficult for me to take him down and topple him. Um, you know, it, it just takes a really long time. I think that's the one I personally struggle with the most. But in the mirror matches specifically, like, uh, it doesn't really matter at all. Like, you're <laughs> just going to win. If, if you have a Relic 7 with decent Relic clones, you're going to beat your opponent's General Skywalker. It's just... Right how it works. I think I've lost that mirror match one time and I just, you know, 
it, it was like crazy weird RNG, and he was way better modded in Relict. So, yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever lost that mirror match. And there's been a few times where I've been stupid and uh, not killed fives first because all the clones look the same ever since they put helmets on them. And so <laughs> I'm still winning that mirror match, even when his tunes are getting completely buffed. So, you know, it's the mirror match is basically nothing. That's fair. <laughs> you know, I actually, I actually had a really funny, um, I had a really funny thing the other day. I did lose a mirror match because, so everyone has their fives in the fifth slot uh, because there's a bug involving him that is like almost a non-issue, but everyone says it's a way bigger issue on Reddit. Um, and you know, it, it's cause it's just AOE related. It's a tiebreaker for AOE. And that's the only thing that that bug has, but you know, I won't go into in depth here, but um, so everyone still has their fives in the same slot. And so I just went, when I fight that team, I tend to just target that slot, whatever clones <laughs> in that slot. And so someone had stashed like Rex there or something. And so I hit him and he just like exploded. I was like, wow, that was awesome. Like <laughs> just destroyed fives. Like I can't believe how easy he went down. And then they just like blew me off the table completely because five sacrificed and it like that that clone that i blew away didn't actually disappear somewhat <laughs> a different one was and i was just like oh crap and so uh, you know make sure it's fives that you're targeting <laughs> that, that is a very important thing yeah like that that's the key to that mirror match so yeah it, that didn't work well for me uh, didn't end well but it is kind of funny so I'll, i'm happy it happened um so the next question is same for fives do you put offense on him speed do you put protection what what do you do solo uh i i have offense on both of them Be and i'm gonna say this i have offense on both of mine because i use my general skywalker and offense in Grand Arena Championships on both accounts. And so I like that extra offense that he gives out when he dies because he's going to die. Um, if I was placing him on defense, I would use all defense primaries because there's a couple of fives that I fight in Arena where I can't kill him on the first topple. <laughs> and so I still win. But it extends the fight by like a full minute because I have to get to a second topple, then kill him, then kill the other clones. So if I was using General Skywalker on defense, I would. that's when I would mod him with all defense sets, all protection. Well, I still mod him with all protection, but it would I would load him up with all defense sets just so it makes him a pain to kill. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, you know, uh, he is such a pain to kill with. I mean, he's fully loaded with defensive sets and protection. Um, you know, especially the if you're using the Commander Luke counter, he is just obnoxious to take down sometimes. Um, right. I love it. When, it. when I see a fives with offensive mods, you know, that makes a ton of sense because 
you know, for those of you who are uh, familiar with it, like if you kill any other clone on the team other than fives, then he'll sacrifice himself and give all of his stats, including his offensive stats and speed. I think it's speed, um, speed to all the other to all the other clones there. And you know, so if you have a ton of offense on him, then he's going to give a ton of extra offense to everyone. Um, and uh, that being said, that only happens if you kill a different clone first. And it, you know, as a player, you know, as a guy who can make intelligent decisions, not you know, that's not the AI who's just random, randomly targeting guys. Um, you know, I can just kill fives first, and then he doesn't sacrifice himself and do the stats transfer. So you know, I love it when I see offensive sets because I can take him out super easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but if you keep him for offense. Give yourself the added boost because the defense means nothing because they're not going to attack your fives anyway. Yep, I agree. Um, so it just depends on if you're using them for offense or defense. Um, all right, next question. Since your main is fairly well developed and you have less ships slash tunes to farm, how would you decide what to? How do you decide what to farm? Do you prioritize farming shards over gear more? How often should you farm slicing mats versus actual mods, etc.? This is a much bigger dilemma for younger accounts, especially those below 4 million GP. Uh, well, I completely agree with that. At, at this point, farming, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but I'm you know triple refreshing every energy so I can basically farm what I want. Uh, when we talk about the smaller accounts and what I did when I was below 4 million, etc. Uh, and I think, you, well, I know you and I have approached this differently because I did not farm useless tunes until I had nothing else to farm. And then I got everybody up to 7 star. I still actually don't have everybody up to 7 star at this point because I just don't care about some of these tunes. Um... So I went hard on mods early. You know, back when mods were with Cantina Energy, I ignored every Cantina farm for probably 9 to 10 months just so I could farm mods. Uh, because useless tunes, I, I just could get myself to care about farming them. So I would farm mods or gear or anything other than shards for some of these tunes before I actually farm the tunes. Yeah, I um, I tend to think in, in this game, like uh, we've had so many surprise requirements and the Radis is actually just the latest of those where it requires just ran totally random ships that people are whining about because it, you know, it doesn't make sense that it, you know, why should Evan Hawk be part of this? Um, you know, the, and I've been good to go. Cause I, my whole thing is I want to have every character at seven stars. So I don't have panic farms later. And, you know, it's, it's a huge pain. It is extremely painful to get Gamorian guard up to seven stars because <laughs> it, you have to make the choice between five shards of Gamorian guard or 10 pieces of Carbanti salvage like really hard to make that decision and uh, you know the the truth is though now when we have some random 
requirement for characters, you know, that we can unlock. And we need we need Gamorian Guard. I won't have him geared, but he's he's ready. You know, so for me, I I think I think prioritizing, making sure you you know be disciplined, have all of the characters farmed first, and then focus on buying gear. Uh, you know, farming gear. I do like farming gear, and it's hurting me a lot right now. I can't farm gear at all with regular energy because um, I'm farming all these characters, but. You know, I just want to be ready, and you know that's that's hurting Solo right now. You know, he he doesn't have all of the ships for the Radis, and you know, I I just I happened to have all of them done, even though Resistance X Wing is worthless. <laughs> I had years to farm it it through the Galactic War uh, currency. So, um, you know, that being said, the the mods I've always prioritized mods as well. Mods are a huge, huge, huge difference maker in this game. And, um, you know, I, I highly recommend people actually, you know, pay a lot of attention to them. Um, you know, it's it, it can be really tricky to prioritize, uh, of course. I think that actual mods in general are going to be better than farming the slicing mats. That being said, if you are running low on time, uh, you know, in the day and, you, you know that your mod inventory is full, then slicing mats are also just fine. Um, on my alternate alternate account, I do at least one mod refresh every day, unless I can do three. Like I, I'd always try to fit three in if I can. Um, you know, the more mods you get, the better. And, you know, mods will make or break you. I've, I've had crazy matchups against people where it's like, I should lose because they have an amazing, amazing roster. But then you look at their mods and it's like, oh, but, you know, Jedi Revan is only uh, like plus 30 speed and has like a, an accuracy arrow <laughs> or something. So, you know, mods, mods are like the difference maker, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Like, mechan- you know, as long as you have the team itself at a reasonable gear level, like mods, mods transcend, you know, like you, as long as you have good mods, you can skip a couple relic levels. It, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if you're going fat, if you're faster and you are, you know, you, you maybe aren't hitting as hard, but as long as you have the ability to play well, you have the right stats increased, you know, you have potency where it should be tenacity, etc. Like the, the match is going to be a lot smoother. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you on the mods make a huge difference. Um, so your focus should be on mods often. Um, they're just, I mean, they're that important. Yeah, they honestly, like that's a lot of people neglect mods and like, you know, they, they ask me for help and I'm like, okay, so I, I can advise what team to use, but... Keep in mind that if you fail, uh, like your mods are the things that are, you know, I, this match always works for me and you have better gear and relics on, on your guys. So it should work. But like you, instead of, you know, you're putting defensive triangles on Grandmaster Yoda, like <laughs> not, not going to not doing yourself any favors at all, you know, and, uh, you know, pay attention to mods. It might be irritating, but man, it, it, it's it's hugely important absolutely so yeah. and, and that's something solo and myself share you know like 
we do have different approaches in farming and everything. Um, and we even have difference, differences in farming the relics, or, or rather the mods or the mod slicing mats and everything. But, you know, in terms of the importance of mods, like you, you just can't understate it. It's, it's, it's an extremely important aspect. Um, the, the last question here, what's the most frustrating character that requires relics for the new Galactic Legends? Phasma, Resistance Trooper, Old Poe? What's more frustrating for you? Uh, that's... So we kind of touched on this already in that everybody right now is a pilot of some sort. So, I mean, I guess I could say Resistance Pilot is who I'm most frustrated about at the moment. Um, but if I end up using his fleet, I'm probably not going to argue that he needs to get relic level three. In fact, if I'm using his fleet, I'm going to have to boost his relics up even more. Just knowing, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no, knowing the people that we're going to be facing. Um, but just ignoring the fleet portion of it I would say resistance pilot. Yeah, I think that's that's accurate. And uh, I will point out that I think the resistance pilot is a she. But oh, I think um, I think it saying. is she. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Helmet's on. Agreed. So and it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. Um, frankly, but. Like people, people who haven't seen the solo movie, which it cracks me up. I'm like, you you play a Star Wars game and you haven't watched <laughs> like one of the more important movies. Like, anyways, they 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 call Nest he, oh, yeah. and it it makes makes me laugh. I'm like, no, not a dude. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, for me, I, I think Resistance pilot as well. Uh, though honestly, I like none of them really frustrate me. They're they're all important for various reasons right now. Like. If Rose ends up needing relic levels, sure. Like I'll I'll transfer my hate to that. But yeah, hoping hard that the next batch is going to be BB-8 and the two new heroes. Hoping hard. Yeah. Yep. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Though BB-8's the one that everyone's probably already put Gear 13 on, unless it's R2 or 3PO, which right. I'd bet those guys aren't even going to be on. There. No, I wouldn't expect um, them to be. All right, so uh, next segment, alt life. Solo, you're crushing it with your alt. I, in what way are you crushing it? I am it? perfect so far, uh, including tonight. I am now 11-0. Here's the kick. Uh, I think I have to win a 12th just to make Kyber. So I, I think I have to go perfect to make Kyber this time, which is that's ridiculous. <laughs> I am I am currently ranked 344, which in the total game of Division 1. Um, and if I don't get a 12th win, I don't think I'm going to make Kyber. Right, and it, it's all because of feats, I assume. It is. It's because my all I'm not in a fleet chat, so I couldn't do a single one of the, you know, win three fleet arena battles without using a reinforcement. Um, I couldn't complete execute order 66 because my Cody is G eight and my palp just, even though I brought palp on offense, didn't want to kill people. Um, so it's, 
it's going to be a tight one. Technically, if I get, uh, let's see, I have to finish off the win 21 squad arena battles, which I only have three left, uh, so I'll do that tomorrow. Then we just got a win 15 fleet arena battles. If I finish those two, I will only need 19... Let's see, 1,910 banners. So next round, I might not need to win, but I have to score 1,910 just to make Kyber with a perfect record. Yeah. That is seriously crazy. Yeah, uh, and it means I have to win 15 fleet arena battles, and I hate, I hate doing fleet. Um it might be worth not making Kyber just to not have to do 15 fleet arena battles. <laughs> it's... That's really funny. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it is really frustrating too, though. Like I, my, my alt, it, it's like, I, I, yeah, I, I really, I don't think I'm going to end up doing that, that requirement or that, that feat. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. I don't think doing all this uh, it's gonna barely happen on my main <laughs> account honestly so yeah that, that's gonna be funny if you make 12 and 0 and like if you have to make 12 and 0 to get into Kyber. Oh, i'm just gonna be so frustrated <laughs> well yeah i mean and that and that's that's a nice little boost you get the the extra zetas and everything right which the all actually needs you know when my main misses it well, that sucks, but I can easily get past it. My alt—that's a—that's a big difference. Yeah, um, yeah. It, hopefully, you make it. Thank you, sir. Uh, what about you, though? How did hey, you do on your alt? My alt is—it's uh, at nine and one. I haven't done my match currently. My opponent hasn't attacked yet. I don't think. Um, I have no idea if he has a good roster or anything. I don't pre-scout anything at all. I just let Neither it ride, put bow down my defenses, and move on. Um, so who knows? But I'm pretty sure my alt will make Kyber, and my alt is in Division Four right now, so the requirements are different. And you know, even at nine and one, and having done almost none of the feats, I think, I think as long as I win one more match, I'll be good to go. And you know, I did lose one already, so uh, not bad. And honestly, it's it, the last week has been really easy for my alt for whatever reason. So, yeah, I, I will say so. Both of my accounts are in Division One, and in fact, my main is only about three hundred thousand GP over my alt. So my alt's still at three point or no five point four five million. Um, I haven't scouted a single opponent. I haven't changed my defense at all, except for when the Order 66, I took Palp off of defense. And so that was literally the only change to my defense. And it wasn't because I was trying to outsmart my opponent. It was just, oh, let me try and get this feat that I didn't get. Um, and yet, nice. this is the account that I'm 11-0 and on. So silly. Yeah. <laughs> As a side note, I don't like feats oh, at I all. Oh, I hate them. 
especially the ones I really don't like the feats that don't relate to the actual Grand Arena. Like, win 15 Fleet Arena battles. I don't want to. Like, make Fleet interesting. How about that? I just... Right. I don't want to do a negotiator 7-star versus 7-star matchup that's going to take me two and a half minutes, and yeah, I can win. That's not a problem. But to do that 15 times, that's, what, 25? You're talking about a half hour of my life. I, I just don't want that. Not not for this. Yeah, you know, and, and it's not it's not a thing that's, uh, like, we... I hate that we have to depend, we have to rely on doing well in a totally different game mode yeah. um, to be able to uh, succeed in Grand Arena. It's frustrating. Right. Or uh, to do feats that you know is not possible in the meta, it just pisses me off. Like the win without a reinforcement, how many times can that actually happen? Let's Let's be serious here. Without some sort of collusion in a shard chat, you, you just can't do it. I tried, trust me. And I still have a Millennium Falcon in my shard, and I still couldn't do it. Um, I probably, I probably <laughs> could have if I put Malevolence in, because then you just keep calling Vulture Droids. But, like I said, I stopped farming Hyena for the short term, so, you, you know... Fair enough. Yeah, it's... I don't like feats, no. but uh, moving on, yeah, I, I should make Kyber with my alt, yeah. hopefully. Um, and, and finally, our last part is, what have we been doing to prepare for Grand Arena? What You know, we're always trying to get ready for the next step, the next phase, and what have you been doing? Nothing solo? for Grand Arena. Um, <laughs> I brought Poe and Resistance Pilot up to G12, they're not being used in Grand Arena, but I want the Galactic Legend eventually. And then Scavre has gotten way too many Relic levels. She's up to, well, when I wake up tomorrow morning and have the energy to farm one more piece of salvage, she will be at Relic level 6. And that is all I've done for this past week. <laughs> oh, you're getting close to the full requirements, at uh, least. That's, you know what, I, I know the smart thing to do would to be just to farm all of the relics um, and just keep them, you know, in my back pocket. I can't do that, though. If they're sitting there, I would spend them on something different. So I just have to apply them as I get them. And so I'm just adding so much GP to my top 80 tunes. <laughs> yeah, the fact that Scavray is part of your top 80 is... A little bit humorous. Well, she, too. I mean, she always has been. Because I used Scavray for the P1 raid team, so she was always up there. Fair. Yeah, she's nowhere near that for <laughs> me, but she's only gear yeah. 11, so what's she going to do? Um, in terms of stuff that I've done, I haven't really done that much, especially for Grand Arena. Um, First Order Officer is gear 13 now, and I changed his mods to make him super duper fast. And, you know, he's, he's actually, what, he, he's at, he's at like plus 40 something speed, and, and that makes him 300, uh, 
seven, something like that. So uh, with Kylo Ren unmasked leadership, it makes him 337 speed, which is faster than most bounty hunter squads, even with Django <laughs> lead. And so the, the ironic part is I still, I've, I've, I did that in it right before grand arena lock i did that specifically so i could beat my opponents uh bounty hunters with first order and you know just kind of get an advantage and it, it ended up not working out for me because um because they're just have faster bosks <laughs> like they just have both of my both of my opponents have had surreally fast boss like one of them we had even speed which i'm not going to do a coin flip right. for uh to determine when and the the one I'm facing now has two faster speed, so I, I thought that was funny. Like it, it, and if we rewind, if we look at all nine of the other previous matches, he would have outsped every single other Bosk that course. I faced. You know, best laid plans so, of mice and men, right there. There you go. <laughs> so there's that. I put Relic Six on Ark. He was Relic Five. That was more for the. Um, I joined a really crazy hardcore guild, and there's probably going to be pressure to get uh, another win against the whatever creature it is, the Reek. And so I decided to put Relic, a higher Relic level on Ark. Um, and new Finn is gear 11, and he has a Zeta. Nice. So not not anything too crazy. Uh, unlike Solo, I have been able to hoard <laughs> my Relic mats. I'm at, I'm at 250 of the... Um, of the two more common ones, and I'm at 150 something of the blue ones. Look at right that! Now. You're ready for an R7 and an R4. <laughs> oh, no, that's actually enough to get two R7s for nice. nothing. Yeah, I guess. Uh, of course, I don't know if I have all the gear requirement for it to turn, you know, for the the salvage to turn it into relics. But I have that component. I have the signal data component farmed up, so. Um, yeah, and first order stormtrooper is one piece away. He's really close to getting gear 13 too. And that's that. Um, nothing specifically for grand arena. I really want to get my, uh, I put Paplu on my, um, on my favorites list recently. Nice. So that'll be interesting. I have a little side project, <laughs> um, which I'll talk about at some point, I'm sure. Um, anyways. I think that about concludes things. Uh, we def we have a lot of different things. We both love Grand Arena so much. We've been creating all these different, um, you know, all of these different resources for people to use, and they are all free. And Solo will tell you guys yes. how to access them. That the, and they, to be clear, they're all legitimately <laughs> useful in our opinion. Yes, they are actually useful in theory. Um, so both of us record all of our Grand Arena fights. And we put them up on YouTube for you to watch and mock us or to learn something as well. Or you can mock and learn at the same time. Uh, you can search. It's the best it option. Is. Uh, you can search for me by my name. It's SoloBase15, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Zareth is his name. It's X-A-E-R-E-T-H. Um, and you can find us... Uh, on YouTube that way. We also have a counter sheet. So basically all the fights that are recorded then get added onto a Google doc or a mobile friendly doc. And what it is, is we will show the all five team members of the team we fought 
We will show you every team member of the team that we use to beat them. And then most useful is a timestamped link that will bring you to the fight. That way you can see what strategy we used, what gear level it was, and if you actually want to use a counter. Because sometimes we might be able to counter a team, but it didn't go well. Um, so you can learn based on that sheet. You can find that sheet in the description of any of our YouTube videos or in the description of this podcast. And then finally, we mentioned it much earlier in the episode. Uh, we have a Discord server. There's a lot of good people on that Discord server. Uh, it's not just Zareth and I answering questions. You can find uh, many people that have made Kyber and are willing to help. There's a lot of people asking questions, so you will not be the only one. Uh, and then there's just general talk about Grand Arena as well. So join us on the Discord server. Again, the link is in the description below or in the description of any of our YouTube videos. And with that, I think it's time to say goodbye. I believe so. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great week. Catch us on the Escape podcast uh, later this week if you're interested. And otherwise, have, I think I already told you to have a good week, so I'm not going <laughs> to say I will. it again. So have a good week, everyone. <laughs> have a good week.